Welcome to Off the Cup ABQ. Thanks for riding with me. I'm Dinah Vargas. I'm your host, and you're listening to the hottest, newest local talk radio for New Mexico. Off the Cup ABQ is the next level of talk radio, and it's not for the easily offended. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for riding with me. Let's take it off the cup. You're listening to Conservative Talk Albuquerque, KDAZ 96.9 FM, 700 AM. Hey everyone, this is Tony D. Wanting to let you know this is an off-the-cuff radio series about New Mexico public education with Allie for Kids. And this is paid for by Allie for Kids, Christina Arnold, Treasurer. Hey everybody, welcome to Off the Cuff ABQ. Today is Thursday, original radio series, and we are shifting gears from, from the bail bond reform to education, public education, public education with Allie for kids. She is running for APS school board. She's on point. She's in the spirit of children, in the spirit of learning, and actual education, and not to mention truth. Welcome to the show, Allie. Thank you, Dinah. It's good to be here. It's less than 50 days until the election. I know, a little scary because um, totally. there's over 60,000, 67,000 voters, I think, in my district. And, you know, you only have a certain amount of time to get to each person. And so we got to make sure that's why I'm on the radio. That's why I'm doing this because we want to want to reach as many people as we can to let them know that there are four different seats open. There are no incumbents running, so it's going to be a brand new school board. And what we really want is to have conservative voices for our kids and our parents on the board. And it seems that in today's political climate, because everything seems to be so over-politicized, conservatism it's almost become one of those words where people cringe at. Yeah. Conservatism so, is like traditional yeah, sort it, of values. Yeah, it really is. And that's what we have here in New Mexico. So I've been in New Mexico 29 years now. And so more than half of my life. And this is my home. And I have found that no matter who you talk to, here we all have the same values i don't care what party you're associated with a lot of us have the same values so i don't like to say republican democrat independent green socialist well i do like to say show socialist because that ought to be the bad word exactly but we all have those same values and this is a nonpartisan race yes i am a republican but i'm conservative and that's what i'm going for and talking to people about is the conservative values that you have we need to entrust them to the board we need to be on the board and have those values so that we can give those values again back to our kids because they're losing them they're losing right. those values we're literally talking basics mm-hmm. like very basic like the stuff that you grew up with the things because you know when you go to grandma's house you got to behave a certain way when you're around your aunties you got to you know behave <laughs> yep. a certain way at home as a child you know what boundaries you could push if you get that look for mom you better shape up right. it's these kinds of basics Right. Very, very basic. That's right. Be grateful. Be a good child. Be disciplined. Right. Because there, there's a level of, of being disciplined. Right. Right. There is. And, you know, I four years ago, I ran for school board. Same district, District 3, which covers the North Valley all the way down to Central, down below 40. And um, kind of over to Louisiana, definitely over to the river. So it's it's pretty big. It's, it's pretty a really big. big area. And it that district I really like because it covers everything. Right. You've got South, South Valley, North Valley, some of the Heights, Los Ranchos. Right. So you've got you've got a really good variety. Right. And um, so when I ran four years ago, I talked to a bunch of different people, and and they were concerned then. 
you know, and, um, and they're way more concerned now. And now is the time that we really need to step up. If you haven't voted for school board in the past, this is the time to go out and school and, and vote for your school board because this is, this is local. This is where we need to start to make a change for our children. You know, everybody, I, I just can't believe that people here in New Mexico are happy with the status quo. They can't be happy with that. Nobody could, I mean, who could be? Right. I mean, we're dead last in education. Right. I mean, literally dead last. I mean, there used to be a time we used to be able to say that, well, Mississippi was dead last, mm-hmm. but they, they're, they're climbing. New Mexico yeah. remains dead last. We have so much money from gas and oil, plus COVID money, plus federal funding for mm-hmm. all, all these uh, variety of programs. They keep increasing taxes. And I keep asking myself, what is the dollar amount that it's going to take before teachers will teach the kids? Maybe it's not teachers. I'm not saying teachers are bad. I mean, we all got that one in our mind where it was it. Mine's Miss Ellis from mm-hmm. Truman Middle School. But I rem- she did social studies, but she taught us about rights. She'd give us a breakdown of rights. She was very, very patriotic in that way, but very, uh, you can't you mess around in that class. Her name was Kathy Ellis. Mm-hmm. Very, very good teacher. I remember this teacher. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so what happened to those teachers or is the union overpowering them? It's all this kinds of stuff. Good We're going to do a series. Yes, we are. We're going to break this down from now until the election. Correct. Because it's we that it important. It is that important. Right. It is that important. And we're doing, uh, I think next week, we're going to be talking about the mask mandates and the vaccines, right? Because that's all over the news. that is all over the news. It's relevant. And and so it it is very relevant because, um, and I'll talk about this more next week, but I attended a school board meeting where the parents were really upset about this. Right. So we'll talk about that. Critical race theory, we're going to talk about really what it is and what's on the APS website and what they're actually promoting in our school. So we'll talk about that. And then the comprehensive sexual education. We need to have a little more transparency about what's going on in the classroom. So we're going to talk about that. Um, After that, I think we're going to have guests on uh, week three, correct? Yes. um, We're going to talk about the reality. Week four. We're going to have some APS students, some former students, uh, some parents. We're going to call it the reality of circumstances, you know, because there there are a lot of different circumstances for a lot of different people and what they they need to achieve. And and we want them to actually achieve something in in our schools. That is my main goal. I'm telling you, I am um, so sick and tired of people telling our kids they can't. When we know that they can, they know that they can. Right. They're being, they're being um, oppressed. Oppressed. Suppressed. <laughs> I mean, the true definition of, of, of oppression, of, of oppression mm-hmm. and racism, because, yeah. you know, if you ask anybody, what does, and they, all these terms that you fre- frequently hear, critical race theory, systemic racism, mm-hmm. what is systemic racism? Yeah. This sounds Disaggregation. Good. Yes. I mean, who can define that, right? I mean, we literally looked it up. And then it's a series of words that then you then have to look up because it means something different and we'll be here all day. (laughs) Okay, so then um, after that, week five, we're going to be talking about the unions, teachers, and and parents. Maybe we need our parents to start a union themselves. I know that there's a national parent union. Mm -hmm. Why don't we have something in in New Mexico for our parents to combat some of the things that are going on? Right. Parents have to have a voice. I want to be that voice for our parents and our students on the board. Absolutely. Um, now, now, if the voice of the people, if they're all informed and they say, we love this critical race theory, as a board member, you're obligated to listen to the voice of the people. But I think if, if parents really understood, understood what it is that they are, APS, 
public education is doing is pushing on children, right. they would be freaked out. And I think that's why it's important that we talk about those things. And so we're going to dedicate a show to that. Right. Week six, we're just going to do an overview. It will be the week of election. Uh, we will be letting people know where to go vote, what district you are in. Right. And you can go to my website. I just put up a page right. that tells you how to register. Where you know you can go online. I've got a link to register. I got a link to change your voting registration, and there's a link for um, locations for early voting okay. and a link for election day voting. You can go there and you can just click on the link and find out where to go to vote. It's always off season. Sometimes it's well, off season. It used to be. It used to be in February. And what was really interesting is that you you could put in 70 days, and it's the same here. You. You declare your candidacy on one day, so 70 days before the election, and then they used to do it right before Christmas, mm-hmm. and when, know, everyone's when busy. everybody's busy and nobody wants to donate, so it was really hard to raise money right. and try and get those, you know, all of the campaign stuff out that you have to. Right. And I hate to say that, but, you know, people don't know, so you have I, to do the campaign thing, right? right? And you I don't know who my district, they're raising taxes, they're right. raising property taxes, so everybody should be informed. Everybody, it education affects every single aspect of every person's life right and people don't realize that and so in my district i mean i was looking at the boundaries for city and county and it's all over the place our our city is like very very weird shape funny map you know it is a very funny map because you can be right next to the city limits and not be able to vote. Even though you um, attend an Albuquerque public, public school. school. Right. So, but you can vote for Albuquerque Public School Board all over the county. Okay. Okay. Anywhere. It's the mayor and the city council that is really difficult if you live in the county, right? right and you're right next to the city, but you can't vote for those people that you know and, and get to know. Right. right? Like the South so, Valley. Right. 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 Or and North Valley. North Valley. So, so there's, you know, there's that, that people don't didn't realize so it would be in february february you know the first week in february would be the vote people don't know anything about it so they never went to vote there was no early voting i don't think there may have been but i don't think there was right and and it was very specialized very you know what i mean it was like specific to albuquerque public schools right and if you didn't have a child why should i go and vote right that's the thought of most most of the voters right right? I I live in the county I can't vote so so I'm trying to get that word out that no matter where you are go vote for APS go vote vote for CNM right I mean for the schools right school districts the voting now has been changed so in 2019 was the first year that the legislature actually changed the vote to be with the municipal elections so it is on the odd year and so whenever you're voting for your candidate for mayor or, or your candidates for uh, city council, that those elections every two years, 19, 21, so this is the year, right. um, school board was moved to be in the same. So there's no separate voting just for school board. So now we have the opportunity to have more voters okay. come and vote. By default. By default. Right. Okay. So which is, which is good. You know, I mean, people need to have a voice. And one way is to get out and vote, right? Go vote. Go vote. I mean, that's that's going to be my big push is just go vote. Right. You know? So what I've been encountering is, because I got the pulse of the neighborhood, or the you know, the city, New Mexico, I talk with a lot of people. I have come to find out, it, it has occurred to me, that there are many people, youth, graduated from high school or at least that age, from the 17, 18, 19 to like 25. Mm-hmm. 
unregistered right and non-political because it's it's so are we talking about justice or social justice are we right. talking about equality or equity? equity right you know kids kids need to exercise their right to vote 17 year old if you're gonna turn 18 before november 2nd election okay you can register to vote and you should right you know you have that right if you're going to turn 18 before november 2nd you can register right now right so i think um we need to let our our high school students know that right okay so and i was going to tell you one of my concerns is was that in that february election this is what would happen the the school union the teacher union would get out there and they would send emails to teachers so the teachers that were in the union would go out and vote and nobody else would vote so now we've got candidates or board members who are very much supported by the union right and um and sometimes the union's agenda is not the values that we have right so we have to be very careful about that absolutely because unions are registered with the new mexico secretary of state's office and they're categorized as PACs, PAC, also known as a political action committee, meaning that anytime there's a message going out or they have something to say because they move power, it has to say paid for by because it's it's political message. Mm -hmm. So so that's something to keep in mind also is that there is an agenda because they are also these unions, specifically the school board mm -hmm. or I'm sorry, the teachers union, they are allowed to give money to candidates correct so they influence right. political outcomes and they move power right right and we'll talk more about that when we, when we get into the unions absolutely um i'm i'm not so much concerned this time you know i mean yes it is a concern because you have them pushing their agenda through candidates right, right? and i'm i don't like their agenda you know, right. and I don't think most parents like their agenda. That's why you'll but get no money from them. That, you're right. <laughs> They'll give you and nothing. And I'm not worried about it. And I'm not worried right. about it because... Because you don't need it. You know what? I, um, yeah, I don't need it. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I do need money. Of but course. But not from them. But so. not money that comes with strings. Right, exactly. I'm, I'm not a person that can be bought and paid for. I want to do what is right and good for our students. Um, and I try very, very hard um, to be honest with it, every person that I talk with because I will tell you straight out if you ask me I'm going to tell you my opinion I'm going to tell you what I believe and my opinions are based on research a lot of research right so I don't just say oh I heard this on you know whatever right. I hear it I go research it and then I tell you what I believe and what I know right. to be true and so I try very very hard to be as as honest as the day is long. Absolutely. You know, so. you know I think I met you a uh, year before last, mm -hmm. 2020. We, we yep. both ran for the House of Representatives. And a little bit before that, I, you know, because I'm a new, I'm a new pup. Yeah. To the party. Me and, too. Right. Well, and, I mean, I've been Republican forever, but I'm new but to active, politics. Right. Right. New to politics. Yes, absolutely. And so I, you know, I met you. I met a whole bunch of other people. And from the time I met them to like right now, it's still the same thing. It's still the same desire. It's still the same belief. It's still the same value. It's still the same attitude. Thank you. It's still the same conquest to uh, be elected to represent people in the spirit and, and sometimes it's a spirit of truth because if we really knew what some of these terms were women's health care critical race theory equity diversity equality and, and then and then it's it's just you know it sounds so beautiful but sometimes lies could sound like the beautiful truth right 
Right. And it does nothing for education at the end of the day because they've implemented Albuquerque Public Schools. And I'll speak for Albuquerque because I was educated by the Albuquerque Public School Systems. Mm-hmm. Sounds like the beautiful truth. But at the end of the day, you're shortchanged. And you're like, keep your, you know, keep your coins. I want change. Right. And that change comes with vote because if you don't, that that is the power of the people. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, I know with the election back in 2020, a lot of people are feeling like eh, my vote doesn't count. Right. Your vote does count. So a wise man told me once and he said, he said, we have to get more votes than they can steal. Right. And that's just the way it is. And that's a shame. It's shameful that we have to think that way. Right. You know, but I want to get my votes honestly. I want to go out and I have been going out, knocking on doors and saying, hey, I'm running for school board. I'm not doing it for power. I'm not doing it for glory. I am doing a no, (laughs) (laughs) no, no, (laughs) no. What am I doing? Right, right. But it's not about it's not right. about the money. It's not it's about really the money. Not. It's about doing what is right for our kids. I am just so disheartened at the the fiftieth, fifty, fifty, fifty. Last. 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 Yes. And it's just like, you know, I mean, people don't even know New Mexico. You know, I mean, Mississippi knew us. Right. You know, thank God for New Mexico. We're right. not last. But they don't know New Mexico. They don't know our people. Our way. They're, because we're last, they don't know what we're capable of. They don't know what our kids are capable of. Whenever, so economically, whenever companies look to come and build in New Mexico, or people look to see if I'm going to take that job with Facebook or with, you know, whatever, Amazon, whoever's here, what do they look for? They look whether their kids are going to get a good education. And when they see that we're 50th, do you know how many people just pass it up and say, well, I'm going to go to Texas or I'm going to go to Colorado or I'm going to go to Utah. I'm going to go to Arizona. Crime. Crime. They look at crime. Poverty. They look, yes, yes. And each one of those influences each other. That's right. And even if you're at the top of the class, chances are if you leave New Mexico, it will be a, an abrupt lesson, lesson in reality, in life that, you were not educated as well as you should have been, even though you're top of the class, super smart, all of this stuff, your potential could have been so much more. And then it lessens kids, it lessens opportunity, all of this stuff. You could barely compete within your state, let alone outside of the state. Right, right. So the ones that that get educated in spite of their education, do you know what I mean? Right, I right. I know a lot of people like that. Yes. You know, in spite of, are the ones that are leaving. Right. You know, and they're leaving to go to different states. So we're losing our young population and we are becoming an older um, baby boomer state. Right. So, um, you know, we've lost over 5,000 students in the past year due to the lockdown. Due to the lockdown. Mm-hmm. And in fact, um, I remember early reports were a lot higher than that APS has reported on uh, per their website there is at least 4,000 uh, what what they consider homeless mm. students enrolled in the Albuquerque public school systems so those are just children enrolled meaning they're of age to go to school mm-hmm. uh, that may have changed and you know like in the last couple of months but it's pretty I mean it was 4,000 when I was researching it so is it higher I've got 5,190 students less than last year okay. are registered. 
when I was teaching, um, I left teaching in late 2015. I think Why'd you leave? Um, so this is getting into my story now, okay? So I was a teacher. I was a teacher down at Ernie Pyle in the South Valley. Loved it. I loved those middle school kids. But I felt like I could do more. And I went to APS and showed them a program for reading that improves reading comprehension and fluency. And when you can read faster, you can read better. Right. So you, you have comprehension of what you read. So I came across this program and I shared it with the curriculum um, advisor, I guess, or um, superintendent, maybe. And um, she was very excited about it. She had never heard of it. And so I showed her a stack of research that said, yes, this does. Okay, so she went to the special education department and talked to them about it, and they said, oh, no, 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 that is not a recognized disability. We're not doing anything with that. And so when I researched into that, I found out they're getting a lot of money for special education students, and they don't want to lose that money, right? So it's all about money. It really is. It's all about money. And so that summer, and I'll tell you what brought it on, was uh, Monica Youngblood had that third grade retention bill. Do you remember that? Yes. And she wanted to hold back all third grade students who couldn't read. And I was like, wait, this program helps them to read better. And it's not because they can't read. It's because of this disability. Okay. So that's what spurred me into doing that. And so that whole summer, I was just like praying, praying, praying. What can I do? What can I do for my kids? And the answer was get involved politically. That's just what kept coming to me. Get involved. And I'm like, vote. You know, I vote. I'm registered. I'm registered. What yeah. else should what I do? What else do I do? Because right. I really did not know what to do to get involved politically. Because who wakes up and says, I'm going to run for office? <laughs> for free. Exactly. Exactly. Because <laughs> they beat you up all day on the campaign trail. Oh, you're not kidding. <laughs> you're not kidding. So, um, so I went back the next year doing my regular thing, you know, and I thought, okay, I'll do this and I'll do that. And, and I just really didn't know how. And so, so I was praying about it one Sunday and just really, you know, I mean, I am fasted. I was so like, what do I do? Help me, you know? Very heavy. And three days later, Wednesday night, I'll never forget it. I walked into uh, Circle K on Alameda and guess who was standing there getting a Red Bull and a Coke? Who? Susanna Martinez. Wow. Our governor at the time. Wow. And I walked up to her and I said, can I talk to you? And she said, Absolutely. And so we stood and talked to each other for 20 minutes. And I told her about this program. And I said, mm-hmm. what are you going to do about that Valentino? Remember that? Right. That mess? And so um, she said, well, I can't really do anything about that. But you could run for school board. And that was my answer right there. And I knew I wouldn't win. I really, I felt like, oh, I've got it. You know, right. I was not well known. I mean, I've done some community service things, but not well, really well known right. in the community. It was brand new to the community. I just got married a couple of years ago before that. And, um, and so I just worked for the next year because that was in 2016. And for the entire year, I watched school board and watched um, who my opponent was yes. and knew what I needed to do, right? So I ran and didn't win, and that's okay. Um, but I... I visited over 500 people in the 28 days that I had to campaign, and I visited over 500 people working full-time job, and um, I got over five or 600 votes, which is, you know, I mean, it was pretty good for a first time, and um, because there were only like 
3% of the people coming out to vote anyway. Right. So there was only, you know, I mean, maybe 2,000 votes, maybe 2,500 votes at the, at the most. Wow. So, yeah, it was, it's pretty um, bad. Out of 60... So, 62 or 60... 67,000 67,000 voters. Mm-hmm. In, in the same district. In the same district, yep. Wow. So maybe 3,000 votes tops. Mm-hmm. Um, for that district so um so then i um you know how i am about education education is like breathing to me it really is because i always taught my students you know you can't take those beautiful nikes with you you can't take those jeans the only thing you can take is your knowledge right. and you need to know as much as you can right to survive in this world or or so. have the ability to read and write with excellence so that way you comprehend right. you know what's happening and then you could communicate it that's right plus math right and well and that's the thing we really need to get back to the basics there's so much convoluted crap that they're teaching our kids right. where's one plus one equals two instead of let's draw a picture and get to the answer this way right when one plus one let's go around the block two. twice that's right right and and so why are we teaching these methods? Because it's breaking down our critical thinking. Right. They keep saying, oh, Common Core is critical thinking. No, it is not. It's not. When I looked at the standards, when they were implementing Common Core in the last couple of years that I was teaching, they, I looked at our standards that we had and the standards they were implementing, and they were lower. We're supposed to be raising the bar for our kids, not lowering the bar. Exactly. And that's what Common Core has done. So as a school board member, I would look into that and say, maybe we need to try a different curriculum. Absolutely. We've got to get back to the basics. Our kids lost a year, 14, 15 months, right? Every one of them I've talked to, they say they are they behind her. Behind? Behind her. Right. <laughs> We're behind her. <laughs> they feel behind. They feel isolated. Yep. I mean, seriously, this whole Zoom thing was just, I felt really bad for my niece and nephew they're Mm -hmm. twins kindergartners Mm -hmm. no nap no recess no no playtime they've been taking recess away for a long time they had to set up zoom Mm -hmm. they had to get an email address they had to log on to a device and now like you see them they're always on this yes but is there is is there real that's another thing new mexico they want to do this all remotely but we don't even have the broadband in New Mexico for our kids to do this. How long so remote been? learning, from right. what I understand with remote learning, it has not been effective and it has been counterproductive. Our kids have lost a year of education. Right. Okay, so um, I just, I would not want to go back to remote learning. We have to keep those kids in. Absolutely. In. Well, mostly because they're, they're, they're subject to isolation, right? They, um, we have mental anguish suicides suicides are off the charts i believe we're in the top five if not top three in suicides uh for our youth that's a real thing it's a big deal it's happening internet have you ever been on the west side of albuquerque meaning anything west of atrisco from imagine atrisco Mm -hmm. and central yeah i know i taught at atrisco elementary okay i know it there you go you're very familiar with the area yes ma'am your calls drop all the time there's dead spots everywhere everywhere Go to the Pajarito Mesa, literally, no electricity, no water. I, I'm thinking yeah. they don't have the Wi-Fi. I'm sorry, Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> I call it Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. No, I was just talking to somebody who said, well, I had to go to work to give you a call because I don't get, he lives on the west side. Right. He's like, I don't, I don't have a good reception on my And it's own. not like it's way over there. No. I mean, it's just. It's there. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. So, no, we don't have the broadband for that. I mean, I, you know, I saw a picture, and this was down in Roswell. Uh, a little boy 
with his jacket, you know, and a little blankie. He had walked to the school so that he, and he sat outside so he could get internet connection to go to school. See, that's not okay at all. No, it's not okay. I mean, it's not okay at all. And, you know, even when they were handing out the lunches, mm-hmm. and I've, I mean, I love cafeteria ladies. I mean, you don't, you don't talk back to them. No. You, you obey them. I can, mean, these are the ladies that go out and feed your kids. Can I tell you a quick story yes. about that? Yes. So when I was in school, we had this dish and it looked really like dog food I mean it really did and it was actually really good but so when I went up I was in eighth grade you know how smart Alec you are in eighth grade right Right. so I walk up to the the cafeteria lady and I learned that lesson that you do not talk back because I said is that bagged or canned and she said get out of my lunchroom get out of my lunchroom and do it now I was not allowed in the lunchroom for a week I loved my cafeteria ladies especially in 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 elementary school you learn a respect for them right right absolutely and you know it's not that so much that they cook this food it's like this is the budget but there's so much money going into APS and I've seen the lunches today and they're not an improvement from from you know when I no. 20, 30 years ago when I was going to school. No. We got to take a quick, quick break. We will be right back. We got to hear from a couple of our sponsors. You are listening to Off the Cuff original radio series on New Mexico public education with le4kids.com. If you are interested in school board, the school board elections, you do not have to live in District 3 to donate to le4kids. You feel like APS should have a seat flip that represents conservative values, which is traditional values, which is really basic values. I mean, we're talking about very, very basic things like education. Log on to le4kids.com. Donate today. Do it now. You'll be glad you did. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. New Mexico's violent crime rate is skyrocketing and the murder count in Albuquerque is at historical highs. Yet judges have released many of hardened criminals. Many are violent repeat offenders back onto our streets because of loopholes created by recent bail reform measures. If you want a safer New Mexico, go to the website mañanamejor.com. Get involved. Do it today. That's mañanamejor.com. ABQ Guns is the only women veteran-owned firearm store and has the largest blue label store in New Mexico, offering special pricing for first responders and military. ABQ Guns carries Six Sour, Glock, CZUSA, FNUSA, and Smith & Wesson with non-inflated pricing. Visit us at abqguns.com. ABQ Guns has the best customer service in New Mexico. Mention Off the Cuff and receive a 5% discount on all accessory items. Visit us at abqguns.com. Golden Equipment Company, finding innovative solutions. We are a full-service heavy equipment Volvo dealer offering sales, parts, service, and rental. Locally owned for over 35 years, we're proud to be a part of your community. Our dedicated and certified crew will help keep you productive and efficient. Come see us at any of our three locations, Albuquerque, Farmington, and Durango, Colorado. Check us out on social media or visit our website, goldenequipment.com. We look forward to helping you with your next project. Find hope in three days. Change your life at the Hope Ahead Retreat. There is a cost, but scholarships are available. Connect with other Christian women. September 23rd through 25th. Information at hopeahead.org. Come join us. Everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. Today is Thursday, original radio series on Off the Cuff. 
New Mexico Public Education with LE4Kids.com. Welcome back. Thank you. Yes, you're running for school board. I am. There's a lot of problems there. There, there is a lot of problems there. There Edu- are a lot of problems there. Education dead last. Yes, we are. And we can, we can evaluate that. All arguments can be resolved. The graduation rate. Yes. Right. Period. We always come back down. You know, and it's also, we always have to come back to indoctrination. That's right. what they're doing to our kids. We've got to stop it. We've got to stop it. So um, we were talking, um, this is a six-part series, right? Yes. And so next week we'll be talking about the masks and the vaccinations. It's happening. It's talk. all over social media. That's it's all right. over the news. It's That's happening right. right now in the Albuquerque Public Schools and right. schools all over New Mexico. Right. And then uh, week three we're going to talk CRT and CSE critical race theory and comprehensive sexuality education. And then uh, week four, we're going to talk about with families. We're going to have some students here, maybe a couple of parents, and we're going to talk about the reality of circumstances in New Mexico because we have to change those circumstances for so many of our kids. And um, I think it's important to hear from them. Um, Absolutely. Because I keep telling you, I want to be the voice of our students and our parents on the board. You know, I think it is the responsibility of every single board member, one, to be a public servant, to serve our children. I mean, education should be number one and only on the agenda for right. a board member, right? We do policy, we do, um, we hire the superintendent. Everything that we do should be with that child in mind. Right. First, children first. And That's educating always. that child. And educating that child, right. exactly. This is what I really so. appreciate about you. You know, I've seen you uh, interact with people just because our, like our circles have sort of always collided or you know cross over (laughs) each other I mean (laughs) yes yes and 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 I'm always seeing you with just the average Joe the the everyday person uh with whoever it is doesn't matter you you listen and connect and connect I do connect with kids very well right so my husband tells me that I'm still a seventh grader <laughs> sometimes. Well, You're still a teacher. I, exactly. And right. I think that's what it is. I've been teaching off and on um, in different settings since I was 15 years old. Um, in church, I taught three-year-olds, you know, and that right. was like the most fun. I loved it. They're so fun. But they are fun. And they're so brutally honest. But when I, I got my calling, I call it a calling to be a right. teacher because I think you have to be a special kind of something somehow to teach because it's difficult you know i mean you have to be everything pretty much to that child right Right. in your classroom i've been called mom so many times (laughs) i don't have any kids and i'm like yeah what right (laughs) right. what do you need right go blow your nose (laughs) right so um i just think it's 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 so so since i was 15 i've been teaching and you know when i got this calling i was just like um i I could go through, I can give you that, but it, you know, it's a little personal of how it mm-hmm. came about, but, um, I just feel like it is a calling for most teachers. It is. And if it's not a calling, it's, it should, you shouldn't be there. Right. You know what I mean? Because it really is not about the money and, um, obviously. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Well, when I, I left, I was a, I was a paralegal for 18 years and I, uh, went to school full-time, and I was working full-time for five years. I did that to get my bachelor's in criminal justice administration and my master's in education. And as soon as I was done with that, I started my student teaching. So I'm 45 years old with a brand-new career. And um, and I absolutely – I took a $15,000 pay cut. Right. $15,000 pay cut. Mm-hmm. There's some people that don't even make $15,000 right. a year, and I took that pay cut to go and teach because I felt – it was my calling. It's a calling. It was something that I needed to do. I've been uh, p- teaching kids, you know, 
I've been a Cub Scout leader. I've been a, a youth, um, we call it an activity, activities day girl, mm-hmm. right? So these 8 to 12-year-old girls, um, we taught them, you know, hygiene. And, and it was um, teaching them how to be a lady, right. you know, have morals, to dress modestly. You know, those kind of values, we were teaching those girls right. that, right? So Which that is when so they became a teenager... They would know who they were. Absolutely. So, and and we, nobody else would tell them who they were. That's right. Or make them right. a certain so we, way. You know, so that, those are values that we need to make sure that our kids have instilled in them. But also, um, we need to let our kids know what their value is, what their worth is as a human being, being as a boy, as a girl, you know. So we can talk about that when we talk about, you know, comprehensive sexual sexuality education go look it up there's a website if you want to know what it is just look up stopcse.org and i'll give you everything i know you said uh, i was oh, blown away yeah and i mean, what they're teaching our some kids. of this stuff was i i'm just sort of like uh you know those emojis and the mm-hmm. eyes go this way like oh, yeah. that you just excuse me what i don't want to see it but it we'll was a lot yeah so. and 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 so these are the things that you're going to be talking about i mean mm-hmm. literally they're going to take a whole whole episodes they're going to take some time to get into we're going to define a few things uh in all of these categories so this is why it's a six-part series correct uh for a reason because it's not just hey vote for me i'm the best person uh alleyforkids.com no it's this is why i'm running it's a calling yeah this first episode is who is alley for kids right why should we vote for you who are you what are you right. about right. and we know your whole life it's been a calling your whole life you've been teaching your whole life you've been ha- you know you have this sentiment of of service that's right that's right and and that's what a school board member should be a public servant right right you're not getting paid for it so it's got to be something that you want to do to make a change for our kids and that's what i want to do i want to make a change for absolutely. our kids you know uh, forget the coins it's right. all about the change absolutely right? keep your coins that's right that's so, right um so i'm you know i'm really excited about it i i I kind of wasn't at first, you know, I mm-hmm. was, I was all about making legislation, you know, but that didn't work out and it, maybe it didn't work out because this is where I really am supposed to be, you know, you were just in training <laughs> and, and, and we don't quite know what that training is. Like, right. like all the time we'll say, well, I thought I got tossed over there. So why didn't, why did it not work out? Right. And they're like this on the job training. That's not there really, it's not really where you're supposed to be yet. Right. Keep on you going. know, I mean, God has a plan for every single one of us, right. and um, we don't always know what that is, but if we follow the plan, we'll get there. Absolutely. You know, and so, um, and I, tr- I truly believe that, and so I think this might be just right where I need to be at the right time, at the right moment, and so as I've decided, as I decided I was going to run, and I started doing this, um, you know, I'm surprised at the different the different people and we'll talk about this too um when we talk about the unions and the teachers but the different um organizations that have contacted me for um endorsements okay oh yes so we we should talk about that because there are some very interesting um organizations that are trying to uh, have me answer questions and um and they're not my values and so i'm like no i'm not doing that you know so, so what episode should we include those 
in or are we going to intro that today or are we going to drop it in let's let's talk about it when we talk about unions because okay. some of them are unions that are contacting right me. they so, are yeah and some of these questionnaires i mean last year was the first year i ever got them and i, I would kind of look at them and say i don't think i could answer that in any way they want me to answer they're right. going to make me the bad guy and here's this at the end of the day i'm not doing it exactly right exactly i mean it's you look at it and you say those are my values. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to address it because right. that is not what I believe. And, and a lot of times they will use your words against you. Absolutely. You know, I mean, I saw that with the interview that I had on channel 13, they made me look like an idiot. And I was the only Republican that was, you right. know, one little blurb and I gave her a 30 minute interview Yeah. and um, they used one little blurb and I was just like, so biased, you right. know, so biased. And so, yeah, anyway, yeah, there was a time what you have to deal with when you're campaigning. You know, absolutely. You almost have to record them. Yeah. That way, when you know when it gets aired, you say, "Well, here's like the whole conversation." Exactly. You know, I mean, even during the part where they mic you and stuff, I'm yep. like, "Start rolling," because you know, it's, yep. it's something's going to get cut out, or it's going to be put in in such a way where uh, it doesn't reflect its value, its meaning, its mm -hmm. intent. Right its reason for having been said and i've seen media do that to a lot of people yeah a lot of people yeah so you know i mean it's you have to be very careful because i want to make sure that that the truth what i'm saying is getting out to the people that right. need to hear it right and um and so i have to be picky about what i do and and even you know i mean we talked about this, you know, okay, are we going to make sure that we get this, this right, right? Because, I, you know, Dinah, I trust you. I love you. I know you. And, and I'm really proud to be able to sit here and say, I know what I say is going to get out on the radio. Right. Right. Because, because I know you and I trust you. Right. I don't trust a lot of people. And I'm telling you that because, um, you I know, you that. have to, you. you have to, to earn trust. Right. I mean, I, I, I like to say, okay, I trust you, and then prove me right. Right. You know what I mean? And right. you have proven yourself over and well, over. Well, thank so you, thank, thank you. you. Yeah, you know, uh, one of my things is I don't trust anybody unless you've been in the streets with them, and I mean like knocking on doors or making late-night phone calls. Um, this is a pre-recorded show. We are here in the late evening. It's dark outside. Campaigning is very busy, and this was something that literally – we decided to do a day and a half ago right. and where it's happening right now. When somebody shows you who they are, believe them. Uh, you said you wanted to tell Albuquerque who you are, district mm -hmm. three, who you are, get support for your campaign. And day and a half later, we're right here That's and making right. it happen. That's right. Whether we're changing production schedules, changing campaign schedules, whatever, we've got to squeeze somebody in, do it and let's do it now because there's a lot of work to be done. That's right. Absolutely. A lot of work when you get elected. Uh, there's going to be a lot of work because there's going to be opposition, I bet. Yep. But that's something you recognize day one. That's something yep. we talked about day one is that even then, after this challenge of getting elected, there there will be more challenges. Right. And you consider that part of the job and you're up for the task. Yeah. So can I mention some of the other conservatives? Absolutely. So Courtney Jackson is um, up in the Northeast Heights. She is conservative. She has the same views about um, the same things that I do. I would love to be able to work with her. I'm really, really excited to work with Peggy. Peggy has been the lone voice on, Peggy Mueller-Aragon mm -hmm. has been the lone voice on the board for several years now. So right. she's been in there for 
um, six years now, six I think. Years. Yeah. So she had one full term and now she's halfway through her term. And, um, I saw her at the block party and mm-hmm. she gave me a hug and she says, Oh God, I hope you win. Cause we, <laughs> Seriously. we need you, you know, totally, and, totally need you. Yeah. And, and not just me, we need to take over those four seats. Um, like I said, all of the incumbents, none of them are rerunning. And I have my theory on that. We'll talk about that when we get to the unions. You know what? So, I have my theory on this too. I'm very so, interested to, um, hear what that is. I, yeah. I really do look forward to all of these, uh, weeks because I mean, next week is it's, it's current. Yep. It's current affairs. It's yes, what's it happening is. right now. Yes, it is. Uh, week three, um, CRT, CSC. And these are sometimes things that are called other things. Right. And they sound very, um, good yeah in such a way like it's it's a oh, good they're, idea they're pretty they're very you know, I yeah mean, if you look at one of my opponent's websites um there are buzzwords and mm-hmm. we'll talk about those buzz- buzzwords, buzzwords for socialist and right. marxist we'll right. talk about those buzzwords when we talk about crt and we talk about unions right um we'll, we'll go back into that so, absolutely um, and then week four the reality yeah. of circumstances. I know when I was running in District 10, I knocked on a bunch of doors. I mean, every day it was like a full-time job for me. Yep. Never worked so hard in my life. That's right. And what what I came to realize, what I saw, what I witnessed, what I encountered was grandparents. Raising kids. older grandparents. Yep. Raising kids. And yep. sometimes they're, they're grandchildren. That's right. I mean, great-grandchildren. Yep. I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was shocked. Yep. Every time I encountered it. And I said, how are you uh, doing it? It's not just the South Valley. Right. You know, I mean, right. it's up in the North Valley, too. Right. Um, there are a lot of grandparents raising their Statewide. kids. Statewide. Mm-hmm. Statewide. And and if you don't think that the, uh, I don't even know if I should bring it up, but the marijuana, mm-hmm. you know, legalization of recreational marijuana, do you think that contributes right. to, um, to our education? Uh, yeah. And the parents and the grandparents having to raise their kids because drugs are prominent here. You know, they absolutely are. I mean, look at, I mean, yeah. fentanyl. Mm-hmm. I mean, the borders were unsecure and I'm not saying the border. I'm saying inside New Mexico, like the checkpoints and stuff. Yeah. And beyond that, if you want to bypass the border, you just go through hatch. Everybody yeah. knows that. Right. But there's a ridiculous amount of the, of you know, of fentanyl coming in and it takes people by storm. They lose their mind. They lose all sense of themselves. They, they lose, lose their, their dignity. Mm-hmm. Right. That, yeah. Dignity yeah. and and then often their lives, you know, beyond passing marijuana or the mm-hmm. cannabis bill, whatever you want to call it. Oh, well, it's going to get worse. It's going to get worse because right. we're not even, you know, addressing the, you know, the conditions that you see now. You drive up and down Albuquerque, you see nothing but an influx of homeless. of homeless, and they all speak English. I'm yeah. I'm, and what I mean by that is that they're all local. Right. 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 You know, I've been surprised. I was driving in from Texas. I went and picked up my mom last week. Mm -hmm. She went to visit and she called me and she said, hey, I'm not going to be able to fly back. Can you come and get me? Because I went shopping. Right. Right. So um, I'm driving back and underneath some of the overpasses, there are tents on the freeway under the overpasses right so they're everywhere they're everywhere, everywhere. and everywhere you know and i i could go into our mayor but i'm not going to get there I'm right like, i'm not going to go there because we're school board right APS because he didn't pay for thing. advertising that's right <laughs> we, we all know what's happening in crazy <laughs> that's right. albuquerque that's right right we got to take a quick quick break but we will be right back 
Don't go anywhere. We're going to wrap up the hour with Ellie4Kids.com. If you're interested in changing the school board, changing the outcome of education in New Mexico, public education, you will want to tune in to the next five weeks every Thursday here on Off the Cuff, three to four original series, public education with Ellie4Kids. Stay there. Don't go anywhere. Every time I turn around, I'm getting broken into, and the cops don't even come anymore. What do we pay taxes for? Then I found out that the city has more officers investigating other officers than they do investigating crime. How does that make us safer? If you want more officers focused on fighting crime, tell city leaders by texting hashtag crime matters more to 52886 that's 52886 because crime matters more Mañana Mejor is leading an effort to reform bail in a way that keeps New Mexicans safe. While violent crime is skyrocketing and the murder count in New Mexico is at a record-breaking high, some activist judges continue to release hardened criminals, many repeat offenders, back onto our streets. Learn what you can do to help at MañanaMejor.com. Do you need hope? Hope to live, hope to grow, and hope in God? Find these and more at Hope Ahead Classes. Women helping women in a caring community. Class info at hopeahead.org. We give practical, simple help, tips, and tools. Find your hope this summer. You are the experiment when you take the experimental COVID-19 vaccines. Did you know that according to the Vaccine Adverse Event Reporting System run by the government, that over 900 women have documented miscarriages linked to their COVID-19 shot? COVID-19 vaccines have not been approved for pregnant women or children. Read our reports and hear the facts from a COVID-19 task force whistleblower at abortionfreenm.com. If you want to help us end abortion in New Mexico, visit abortionfreenm.com today. That's abortionfreenm.com. Hey everybody, this is Cristina Estrada from the Estancia Valley East Mountains. There's a new show called Off the Cuff. It's on Monday through Friday at 3 to 4. And I ride the airways with Dino Vargas every Monday. So tune in 3 to 4. Tell your friends. Hey everybody, welcome back to Off the Cuff ABQ. We've got just a few more minutes on our Thursday original radio series, Public Education with Ellie for Kids here in the studio. You're a serious candidate. I am serious. Serious. I'm very serious about this. I've been trying to reach as many people as I can. I mean, I've got my name all over my car. I've got I've seen it. cards it's in It's so here. beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Took <laughs> so, pictures of it. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm just, I really am trying to get my name out. I drive around neighborhoods, you right. know, with my name on my car so people can just recognize the name I want people to know that I'm here for them I am not doing this I said as I said for glory or for money because you don't get paid for it and they're telling us it's going to be 25 to 30 hours a week you know and I already have a full-time job full-time business and so um, it's going to take a lot of work and I am committed to doing that I am committing to looking at the budget I'm committed to looking at, you know, people that have been hired that may be, may not be there. You know, I mean, I'm going to look at everything. I want to look at everything. And parent involvement. um, Yeah. So we have, um, I was talking, uh, the other candidates, we have Courtney Jackson up in the Northeast Heights, District 7. We have Art Carrasco, Arthur Carrasco, and he is amazing. He is um, a graduate of Anderson Business College, and he has asked some amazing questions about the budget. And so he would be a really, really good person to work with. I just want our kids to do better. I really do. So, 
Because if they do better, what happens? They live better. They live better. That's right. It's a so, culture of life. It's it it's is. about living a, a, a good life with good you know, principles, we, values, and... We love our families. Right. We love our families. Um, I talk to several, lot, more than several, a lot of people who are like, yeah, you know, my grandson just moved, you know, mm-hmm. um, couldn't find a good job here. And I'm not saying that there aren't good jobs, right. but not of the caliber that we need right. to sustain the state. You know, we keep getting money from the government, money from the government, money from the, the federal government. Right. And they keep putting they keep putting money into education, money, money, money. It keeps going and going. And but they're putting good money after bad. So um, I was asked a question, you know, um, about the budget. My thing is we need to make sure that we're doing what we need to with the money that we have. Right. So that money is not all going to our students and it's not all going to education no it's not i mean because because if it was i mean we have a lot of questions yes you know but there's a lot of things going on i know students they have a dollar amount attached to them so it's very important that APS have the students there right um if you're in special ed or these other sorts of programs it's sort of another dollar amount and then it just it just right each student is different Right. right. So, I mean, it depends on if you're into athletics or mm-hmm. if you're into art or if you're into, you know, music, that kind of thing. So if you're in special education and you are doing, you know, you're into music, there's a different dollar amount. Right. So the average, it looks like they they were telling me it's 10000 per student that they're spending, but they're supposed to be spending more. And mm-hmm. I don't even think our kids are getting that much. I mean, you know? I, I, I so, can't imagine they are. I, I, I don't I mean, think that they are. Right. And, you know, I mean, that's another thing. The, the money needs to follow the student. I mean, one could just even argue, like, just with the Wi-Fi. You know, you talked about the kid going to the school just to get the Wi-Fi. Yeah. I, I, I happen to see a lot of kids at these hot spots. And, and, and the first time, because it was, it was only, I'm like, what's this kid doing over here? Mm-hmm. Oh, the Wi-Fi. Yep. And then that's when it kind of set in. Uh, literally, APS could have purchased Wi-Fi for, well, they I guess, anybody. A, they you purchased know. a whole bunch of computers, right? And then had these little generic hotspots, like all over town, that you still had to drive to. Right. <laughs> right. I mean, no, it just. Right. It was just not a good year. It, it was not a good year, and a lot of kids feel frustrated and, and yeah. anxiety going a back very, to school. A very good friend of mine has a teenage son, mm-hmm. and he, he goes um, to school, of course. Two of his friends committed suicide this past mm-hmm. year. The isolation. The isolation. Uh, the, it's not gro- getting to be with your friends. Outside. I mean, yeah. It's growing pains. It and, and And you know when you're growing up, your body feels funny. It's all these crazy things happening. You want to be isolated anyways. You hate everybody. Don't like your parents. You like your music. You go into your, you know, your room, shut the door, and that's it. But, but then to be isolated from everybody. Yeah. I mean, no contact. Right. Can't go anywhere. Right. Can't hug anybody. Right. 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 I mean, like I said, it's just been a very bad, bad right. year. Bad year for right. our kids. And I don't want to see it happen. Now. I don't either. You know, I mean, there are, yes, we have to take some precautions for certain things, but our kids are the most important, and mm-hmm. we have to do what is best for them. And right. I don't think this past year was what was best for them. Absolutely. And I don't think throwing all that money at them 
or mm-hmm. not at them, but at, at the schools and it not produce right. e- educated children. Right. It's a huge disservice. Right. I mean, why bother? Well, and, you know, we'll talk about it, like I said, but it, the masks and the vaccinations, that's indoctrination. The CRT, the CSE, that's indoctrination. Right. You know, um, the circumstances, they're in those circumstances, a lot of them, because of what? Indoctrination. Right. So all of this, all of this goes back to what are they doing to our kids? What are they teaching our children? Right. And we have to parents have to know you know i think it's imperative that parents know what's going on in in the classroom and um i know uh, aps has been sued several times for the um, request for public information act where they didn't supply what was asked of them and so that's that's a huge issue right now right is you're not giving me what i want and it's I your need, right. And it is my right to Under know. New Mexico Sunshine you Law. You are a public entity. That's right. You have to give me that information. If they're not doing it, yeah, we have the right as citizens to sue them right. for not. And so we need more transparency. We need them to follow up. Because you know? secrecy should be the exception, not the rule. Whereas transparency is supposed to be the rule. If, if, if you mm-hmm. called up to the city of Albuquerque and said, hey, I want to uh, submit a, an IPRA request, mm-hmm. an inspection for public records, on the mayor's email for Wednesday, September 15th from 5 to 3. They're obligated yeah. to give you every single, right? Every, that's right. Period, it's end of story. All public information. If you are a public entity, right. you have got to give that information up. And so we've got to stop that. We've got to have the transparency. Absolutely. You know? And I am all about transparency. Yes. You've got a question for me, I'm going to tell you. Right. I'll give you the answer. You know, right. I, I'll tell you whatever you want to know. you got my phone number on my website. Yes. Call me. Do you it know? and do it right now. Yeah. And I've gotten, you know, I mean, I've gotten some emails from people saying, hey, I heard this on the radio last week. Can you tell me more about it? Yes. So I appreciate that. From this show. From the show. Right. Exactly. And and I appreciate that. And I, you know, I answered every single one of those emails and I promise to do that. If you contact me as a board member, you leave me a phone message. Like I said, I may not get to you in five minutes, but I will get to you. I will return every phone call. I will return every email. If I don't know the answer, I will find out. Yes. And that's what I do. Yes. You know? That is so. what you do. <laughs> so. <laughs> so there's a bunch of follow-ups. So we're coming to the close of the hour. This is a Thursday original radio series on Off the Cup, public education in New Mexico with Ellie for kids She's District 3. If you're not registered, get registered now. If you don't have a child in school, it does not matter. You can still vote in the school elections. Yes. If you would like to see Ellie forkids.com win and take the seat of the Albuquerque Public Schools donate to her account big checks small checks reoccurring mm-hmm. all of this everything goes towards campaigning it's needed because a ton of money is is invested it, in campaigning and things right. just cost a bunch of money well and we've got different packs that are given money to um, their agenda right I don't care who the candidate is. It's their agenda. I don't have an agenda. Well, yeah, I do. I have an agenda to change our kids' school, you know, the education for our kids. We need to have them uh, have a quality education. I think if we can do that starting in Albuquerque, um, it'll spread throughout. You know, I mean, I've always wanted to do a little research on what if we took Albuquerque public schools out of the mix for all of the other school districts? Where would we be in the country? Right. You know? Right. 
um, because Albuquerque is big. That's you interesting. Know, APS, yeah. Sometimes it's so, too big. Yeah. So we can talk about that too. All right. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. If you got any questions and would like to have any questions asked on air, go to offthecuffabq.com, click on comment, or simply go to alley4kids.com and leave a message there. We'll see you tomorrow and we'll see you next Thursday. Awesome. Yes. Yes, ma'am. See you tomorrow, New Mexico. Good night. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. You just heard Alley for Kids, which is paid for by Alley for Kids, Christina Arnold, treasurer. Thank you.